the Purple Mafia with your host, Paladino Joey. Well, we'll see. The doctors would disagree, but what do they know? So let's just say that you'll pay me because it's in your interest to pay me. Is it worth it? I mean, you've won. Do you want to wipe everybody out? I don't feel I have to wipe everybody out, Tom. It's just my enemy. That's all. My father taught me many things. He taught me, keep your friends close, but your enemies close. These are wonderful things that we've achieved, and there's no limit to where we can go from here. Welcome to the family here on Purple Mafia, episode number 29 of Purple Mafia, the Minnesota Vikings podcast here in the Twin Cities. Thank you, each and every one of you, as always, for downloading and listening to this program. Wonderful to have you on board. Today is Friday, March the 20th, 2009, and once again we have, uh, well, I can't say the news is all that exciting, but it's Viking news, and uh, we got to talk about it. Uh, there's one thing that could potentially be exciting, maybe Jay Cutler, is we're going to revisit that, as he wants to be traded, folks. Jay Cutler wants to be traded. All right, first and foremost, Purple Mafia is available on the sportstuff.com and iTunes. On the sportstuff.com, which is, of course, our home website for Purple Mafia, there is a button on the front page that says TSS Sports, simply click on that, and that is how you can sign up for the message boards. That is how you can vote on our polls. You can also uh, interact with me and other podcasters and other members, the 300-plus members on thesportstuff.com. You can talk about anything from football to basketball to any sport there is, to video games, to politics, to who knows what. And uh, it'd be terrific to have you on board. As I mentioned, it is 100% free and 100% fun. All righty. Now, with that out of the way, as I mentioned, the Vikings signed a couple of free agents. Nothing exciting, but finally, something. The Vikings finally do something, as it has been so quiet, folks. And uh, one of these players intrigues me a little bit. He intrigues me a little bit. Glenn Holt. He's the guy I was kind of making fun of the other week, saying, uh, hey, look, Torrey Holt's available. Oh, it's Glenn Holt. Well, actually, he could be a very interesting pickup by the Vikings. And we'll get into that very shortly into the next uh, segment. We're going to just have two segments. I'm going to put both my commercials, and then we'll be go straight for the rest of the way. So that's how we're going to play today. And with that, I'm going to take that break, and we'll be right back after this announcement. Here on thesportstuff.com, we're bursting in blue with Timberwolves' explosion. Timberwolves fans, your show has arrived at last as we bring in a new era with Al Jefferson, Kevin Love, and Mike Miller. We're available on thesportstuff.com and also available on iTunes. Download and listen to in-depth and detailed coverage of your favorite team. Show your true blue and join this explosion of Timberwolves basketball. Thank you. 
Here on the sportstuff.com, we're toughing up on Brave the Wild with Paladino. Join me, Paladino, as we brave the Minnesota Wild Hockey Club on our way to the playoffs. We're available on the sportstuff.com and iTunes. The boogeyman, Derek Bugard, says you'd better listen or he just might drop the gloves. Call up your courage and brave the wild with your buddy, Paladino Joey. And welcome back to Purple Mafia, episode number 29, Minnesota Vikings podcast. Of course, a reminder for iPod users, and also do check out Brave the Wild and Timberwolves Explosion, my Minnesota Wild and Minnesota Timberwolves podcast on the sportstuff.com and iTunes. Do check them out. More than worth listening to. And uh, there you go. Apologize for the long break, but I figured just get in one slightly bigger one, and then we could just go straight the rest of the way, as I might be doing that a couple times here with Purple Mafia, being it's not, there's no games to review. It's just pretty much straight-up news. So, yeah, that's the way I'm going to do it at this point in time, at least for today. All right, well, just like the previous show, and, of course, it has been about two to three weeks, I believe three weeks since the last show, and that's because, well, where's the news been, right? There's been no news much. No news is bad news. Um, But just like the previous show, we're going to start with the loss. There was another loss, this one also very expected. It just kind of drug out because that's just the way it goes. There was no rush. Uh, Darren Sharper is going to the New Orleans Saints, and he sees a title shot as a New Orleans Saint. So, very interesting. Um, Now, Darren Sharper did not have the best season last year, and uh, that's just the way it goes. (laughs) You know, he's getting a little bit older. He's about 33. Um, Not sure if he was really necessarily playing with injuries last year, but uh, something was taking its toll with him. Uh, I believe it's mostly age. He did get one interception. Not quite the four-plus interceptions he'd gotten in previous years. He did play all 16 games, the uh, future New Orleans Saint. Um, His first season with the Minnesota Vikings back in 05 was outstanding, just spectacular. He played 14 games there, had nine interceptions, then had four interceptions in 06, four interceptions in 07, and only one last year. And uh, it's not just the interceptions, folks. The coverage itself just wasn't the same. Wasn't the same. Um... And now he goes to a team where the defense isn't going to be very good. The New Orleans Saints are not known for defense. Um, I, I I don't know. I really, really like the Saints offense, of course. I mean, who, how, how can you not like Drew Brees and uh, all, all those talented players? You know, it's just an outstanding team over there in New Orleans. On the offensive side of the ball, but defense has been absolutely their Achilles heel. And... <laughs> I don't know about adding a 33-year-old Darren Sharper who has been on the downtrend the last two years or so, and especially last year, as mentioned, is going to really majorly help their defense. He will add experience, and that is absolutely a positive. Um, We're going to get into his quote here real quick. Darren Sharper, it's a chance to go to the Super Bowl, Sharper said Wednesday after agreeing to terms with the New Orleans Saints. We have the best offense in the league. We needed to add some things, and I think we did. I think it's a great opportunity to get that championship. Sharper and agent Joel Sigal declined to divulge terms of the contract, and, of course, that's all you're ever going to hear, right? Um, 
Yeah, they do have the best offense in the league. I agree. I mean, they look they, they kind of remind me of the St. Louis Rams a few year, you know, years ago back in 99, 2000, 2001ish. Um another Here's a couple of numbers here for you. This article, of course, courtesy of the Pioneer Press and Sean Jensen, who does a fantastic job on the Pioneer Press. Um, well, here are the numbers real quick. The Saints finished 8-8 eight and eight last season, but they, I mean, they boasted the number one offense led by Pro Bowl quarterback Drew Brees. The defense, however, finished 23rd in the NFL, but has one of the NFL's best lines. So that's the good part. The Vikings also have one of the best lines, so don't forget... Uh, sharper now it has a lot of potential sharper said of the defense sharper noted that saints that the saints have talented linebackers and that he will reunite with former packers teammate mike mckenzie a cornerback coming off an injury sharper said <laughs> i'm starting to laugh and you'll, you'll find out why in about three seconds sharper said he's also looking forward to working with roman harper a young safety who had 36 starts in three nfl seasons i hope i can groom him sharper said from a beach in Hawaii, Ooh, that'd be nice to be there, where he was attending NFL Players Association meetings. I want to once again teach and lead this team. Now, I do agree that Sharper could be that. Uh, Mike McKenzie got released. Mike McKenzie has been released by the New Orleans Saints as of late yesterday, early today. Yeah, no more Mike McKenzie. Yeah, it was last night. I saw it last night on Yahoo. Um, sorry, Darren, that ain't going to happen. Sorry. <laughs> no offense, that's just the way it goes. Uh, we'll just have to see how things go there. Huh. Very interesting. I didn't even realize this. Oh, Greg Williams is actually now the defensive coordinator in New Orleans. Forgive my uh, ignorance. So that is a good acquisition right there. That could help the New Orleans Saints, absolutely. So we'll see how that goes. Sharper excited about that. Thinking the defense can improve in Nolens, and uh, sure it can, but just like the Vikings defense improved. It, it did. It, it took time, but it did. Uh, one other loss, though, much less note, but also now we need to get that Seattle uh, full, fullback signed up, a guy we've been looking at. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals sign Minnesota Vikings Nahafutahi to offer sheet. So there you go. The Vikings, of course, do have... The right to match the offer. The Vikings tendered him a $1.1 million tender. The Saints, or Saints, Cincinnati Bengals have given him a $1.4 million offer sheet. The Vikings have seven days to match. And Tahi, well, quick little quote. Either way, I'm excited, Tahi said. This, of course, another article courtesy of Sean Jensen. So thanks again, Sean. Very much appreciate the updates. The Vikings have expressed interest in signing Pro Bowl fullback Leonard Weaver, who spent the last four seasons with the Seattle Sea Chickens. The Vikings, Sea Chickens, Philadelphia Eagles, Houston Texans, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers are believed to be vying for Weaver. So there you go. Another quick uh, Ariata. He said he doesn't have any hard feelings if the Vikings pursue Weaver. If they feel someone else is going to be a better fit than me, then more power to them, Tahi said. They are definitely, there are definitely other teams I can play for as long as I have somewhere to play. I'm okay. Um, yeah, saying all the right things, Tahi, there. And uh, sure, sure, I, I think Weaver would be a nice addition. Tahi is a mediocre player, and basically he, he's admitting it right there. He's a mediocre player. Um, as long as he can play, that's what counts, and that's, that's how I'd feel too if I were in Tahi's spot. 
Cincinnati, he will have a job this year with Cincinnati, at least if he's not with the Vikings. So that's good news for him in that sense. Now for the additions, and I'll first talk about Pema. Oh, goody. Vikings add a cornerback from the Denver Broncos. His name is Carl Pema. He is 26 years old. In 60 games, he's appeared in 60 games of the Denver Broncos. Um, well, he's durable. And again, that is big always with me. As you could probably tell if you're a listener of Purple Mafia, dur- durability is so important to me. And I'm sure it's important to other people out there. Uh, played 13 games in his rookie season in 2005. He was drafted third overall. Third, excuse me, third round, 12th pick in the third round by the Denver Broncos in 05. 13 games that year. Um, nothing major, pretty much special teams and uh, backup role, fourth, fifth cornerback, that is. But then 16 games in 06. 15 in 2007, he also got two interceptions. That was good. And last year, he got 35 tackles, a career-high 35 tackles. Solo, 39 total. So those are career-high, both an interception as well. For cornerback Carl Pema, the talk is that he will compete with the re-signed Benny Sapp. So that's another news thing to talk about. Benny Sapp has been re-signed by the Minnesota Vikings. So it is going to be between Carl Pema, Benny Sapp, and Charles Gordon for the cornerback position. I'm pretty sure all five of these cornerbacks will be on the the roster for the Minnesota Vikings. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Uh, so there is depth at cornerback. That is good news. It always is. And um, they're even talking about possibly looking to draft one. So there is the deal with Carl Pema, mostly for depth and for that cornerback spot. And now, folks, let's get to Glenn Holt. So we're going to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals again. Yay! No. Glenn Holt is a 24-year-old receiver who was not drafted. He went to Kentucky. And, uh, yeah, he was born on July 31st, 84, only 24 years old. He'll be 25, of course, once the season starts. Um, His career year was 2007 in terms of being a receiver. 16 catches, 143 yards, and a touchdown. So, yeah, you're not going to really see him as a receiver for the most part. He might get in as a small role, and that's basically what what the talk was regarding Glenn Holt. But as a kickoff returner, hey, he is one of the better ones out there, folks. And this was a really good acquisition. Really good acquisition. His total kickoff return average is 23, excuse me, 24.3. He got a touchdown, a 100-yard touchdown in 2007. Only one, so, but it is not easy to really break through for touchdowns on the kickoff. Of course, punt returning, you're more likely to scamper and break loose on those because the coverage can get a little bit screwy on punt returns. So I, I am very happy about this move. It is not anything... To it doesn't like it's it's not signing Tory Holt or anything. I'm going to get into that as well in a second, but uh, yeah, how that would open up the offense and all that. But it gives you a legitimate kick returner, something the Vikings have not had in a long, long time. As Skip Hicks last year was a failure, a complete failure. He did nothing, and he is gone. And Glenn Holt is in. So there you go. We have a pretty solid kick returner coming to the Vikings. That will definitely help field position for our squad, and hopefully it'll, you know, all that does is help the offense in the long term. 
So there you go. I got I, I got it like that. Tory Holt is available, folks. Tory Holt now officially is available as he was released by the St. Louis Rams about a week ago. And uh, that is a guy I target absolutely as Tory Holt has been a one heck of a possession receiver over his career. I mean, he has been to the Pro Bowl many times, and he has been nothing but an outstanding receiver throughout his whole career. Last year, of course, numbers are way down because uh, the Rams just the whole year struggled. It just wasn't a match, folks. It just wasn't a match with the coach and just everything else. Uh, Torrey Holt is getting a little bit older, but he is 33. It's not like he's 37 like Marvin Harrison. He's 33. uh, We're going to look at his last three seasons really quick. He played 16 games in all three, so durability. Once again, a plus with Torrey Holt. He had 93 catches. He had virtually identical years in terms of catches and yards in 2006 and 2007. 93 catches both seasons, 1,188 yards. In 06, 1,189 yards in 07, but he had 10 touchdowns in 06, 7, or yeah, 7 in 07. Pardon the uh, tongue twister there. And then last year, of course, all 16 games, as mentioned, 64 catches, 796 yards, and only three touchdowns. The numbers are down. And, of course, he wanted out of St. Louis, and St. Louis is looking to rebuild, so that is why he is now currently available on the market. And uh, he's a guy I look at. He's a guy I absolutely look at for the Minnesota Vikings. I would just be thrilled if they were to get him. Um, no talk, though. It is real quiet over there at Winter Park. You're not hearing anything about Torrey Holt or about Jay Cutler, who that talk is going to get revisited. As that whole thing just kind of started up and, and went away in about two days on the you know right around the last episode, the time of the last episode, that has blown up again this past week. Jay Cutler wants to be traded, and there's no doubt about it. He has told the coach and the organization, because I talk like a hockey guy there. <laughs> uh, he told the Denver Broncos he would like to be traded. So now once again, you revisit the Jay Cutler conversation. There has been debate on how much Jay Cutler would help the Denver Broncos. Uh, Trent Dilfer says that, sure, he'll sell tickets, but he's not really going to improve this Minnesota Vikings team in terms of actual play. I disagree. I disagree. I mean, I understand Jay Cutler is not Brett Favre in his prime. He's not Drew Brees. He's not Tom Brady. He's not Peyton Manning. But he's on that next level. He is on the next level. Do you really want to tell me that Sage Rosenfels and DeVarce Jackson are anywhere near Jay Cutler's level? They're like in the, they're like the fourth tier quarterbacks, man. Fourth tier. Jay Cutler's second tier. I can't. I, I can't. I've got to make some type of inquiry at very least as to what the Denver Broncos would be, would you know, would be willing to do to give us Jay Cutler. I mean, you you don't get this kind of opportunity very often. You're not going to be able to have that kind of a player slide to you in the draft this year. Probably not the next year. Probably not the next year. It, it just never seems to happen. Uh, the Vikings only had a talented quarterback slide to them in 1999, and he turned out to be Dante Culpepper. And, of course, that's a debate. He has had MVP-like years and garbage seasons. He's, he's looked like Tavares Jackson in other seasons. Jay Cutler, well, 
obviously he's a fairly fragile individual. I mean, there is no doubt about it. Because being in that trade, that trade that almost went down, that would have brought the Broncos Matt Castle. I mean, that thing was pretty much a done deal until the good old boys, until the good old boy trade between the Chiefs and the Patriots. Of course, the former Patriots executive, now the Chiefs' main executive. Um, but Jake Cutler's numbers tell me he is a pretty darn good quarterback. Not, obviously, as I said, not the super-duper first tier, you know, the top of the pyramid per se, you know, like the Bilderberg of NFL quarterbacks. But um, <laughs> this guy, with 25 touchdowns, 8 interceptions last year, not too bad. Of course, he did swoon late last season, we all remember, as that got Mike Shanahan fired. The Denver Broncos team swooned late in the season. It was an utter disaster. Um I'm, but I'm telling you, he's got to be better than Sage Rosenfels and Tavares Jackson. Didn't Tavares Jackson smoo- uh, swoon last year when we needed him most? Yeah, he didn't really play all that well in the Atlanta game. His numbers were okay, but the play itself? Nah. Yeah, we beat the New York Giants with, like, half of their players. by like, and, and we won by a field goal. Oh, goody. And we got destroyed by the Philadelphia Eagles at home in a playoff game. So, i got to think we have better chance with Jay Cutler than DeVaris Jackson. And Sage Rosenfels, he might be a slight upgrade from from DeVaris Jackson, but only a little. That's it. Only a little. That's not enough. That's not enough. And uh, when you got aging stars on the defensive side of the ball and aging, uh, well, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say he's old, but he's getting older. Steve Hutchinson's not going to be around forever. you got to go for it now. You've got to go for it now. And, um, as long as they're not asking for a Herschel Walker type of composition, I try to make a move, and I try damn hard to get Jay Cutler just because it would be the right thing to do at this point in time, in my opinion. In my opinion. All right, now I'm going to calm down a little bit. <laughs> As that's pretty much how things stand at this point in time when it comes to the Vikings in free agency. As I pretty much covered everything there is to cover at this point in time. You, you lose Darren Sharper. Tahi is on the offer sheet, or is on the offer sheet with Cincinnati right now. $1.4 million. It's not that expensive, but we'll see how the Vikings go with Weaver as they are chasing him down. Um, yeah, Torrey Holt covered him. Covered Jay Cutler, of course. Glenn Holt and Carl Pema. So that is pretty much where things stand with the Minnesota Vikings right now. Not very exciting yet, but it could be exciting if Jay Cutler and or Torrey Holt wind up here somehow, some way. I would be utterly thrilled if they were to at least get one of those two. So, folks, cross your fingers. We're just going to hope for the best at this point in time, as that's all we can do. All, all we can do is sit and wait and hope, as unfortunately it is very quiet over there at Winter Park. That is never a good sign, but once in a while, miracles do happen. So, with no further ado, I'm going to call it a show. We will uh, be talking to you very soon, hopefully, as it will be a milestone episode for number 30 the next time we air Purple Mafia. So, until then, I want you to please tell a friend about Purple Mafia. Spread the word about the show. It is more than worth listening to. And uh, I know there's a lot of Viking fans out there. So, come on. Hop on board. Join the Purple Mafia. Join the Purple Mafia. It's an awfully account refuse. So, 
Until then, we'll talk to you in about a week. Take care.